Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden, and I'm joined today by Grace Johnson and Annie Egan to talk about Celebrate Water. How are you two doing today? Pretty good, good thanks. So Celebrate Water has been going on for about a year now, right? Just a little over a year, mm-hmm. May 5th, a year ago. We, we talked about it on the podcast a couple of times last year when it was starting up, uh, but why don't we kind of go back to the beginning and talk about what Celebrate Water is, what it set out to do, and kind of the, the inspiration behind the program a year ago. It really was inspired by a book, The Death and Life of the Great Lakes, which was the big read here in the county this past year. It happened to be written by my son, Dan Egan. And as I was going through proofing it and then reading it for a couple of uh, book groups, um, I really became inspired and felt that I needed to do something. I talked to Dave here at The Pulse. I talked to Brett McCoy at the foundation And um, I'd come up with this idea of celebrating water because I've taken it for granted. And uh, they both agreed. They said, yeah, that's a great idea. So I thought maybe one summer of celebrating so people are aware. But then they both stretched it and it grew into a year. So we celebrated last summer. We educated over the school year. And uh, hopefully after our water summit this week, we will become advocates for healthy, protected waters. One of the things that I kind of was drawn to when I was reading about the the mission statement of the of the project is that your your goal was to uh, celebrate, educate, and strive to protect the Great Lakes. Um, Door County, you know, sticks out into Lake Michigan. It's surrounded on all sides by the Great Lakes in a way. So uh, the the fact that you said that you you took it for granted, I think, was was something that a lot of us might feel. Uh, that, you know, it, it is such a huge part of our lives, of the tourist lives who come up here and, you know, do water sports and activities or, or people just who make their livelihood off of the water. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's so important that we not only celebrate, but educate and strive to protect as well. Can you tell me a little bit about some of those efforts that have gone on? One of our biggest things is that water is everything. It doesn't just affect your bodily health. It doesn't just affect the environment. And especially up here the type of community that we have, it permeates everything, you know, and if a beach one day gets closed down because of contamination, that is going to greatly affect all of the businesses in that area that might get all these people coming in from beaches and things like that. So it's a lot more involved in people's lives in that way. But over the year, so what we've been doing is not necessarily coming up with our own programming, but trying to highlight other people in the community that do a lot towards educating people or entertaining people within the framework of water. During the summer, we encouraged people to get creative with it because some people just honestly don't like going to sit down and listening to a lecture, but we still wanted to be able to reach those people. So a lot of galleries had uh, shows that were all based off of water. 
There was a folk festival last year that was also based on water. So there was a lot of creativity in that. And I think there's been a wonderful mix. I mean, from the classical music venues, the Peninsula Music Festival, Midsummer's Music, Birch Creek, Steel Bridge Fest. I mean, we had classical, we had contemporary, we had a little bit of everything. And it's wonderful. It was it was just great to go into the galleries and see the influence that water has had on artists. Mm-hmm. It's really been an impressive display of people sharing how they feel about water, what they think about it, how they're influenced by it. Mm-hmm. You said that the, the summer was about celebrating and the school year was about educating. Tell me a little bit about the educational resources that the project has highlighted. Well, I think um, all of the nature centers up here the, the, and the environmental groups have been very active with a focus on water. If it hasn't been the sole focus, as Grace was saying, water is a pervasive reality up here. Everything is dependent upon it. So you talk about farming, you talk about the general economy, you talk about the enjoyment and appreciation. So bringing it together, everybody, you know, touches on water in some way. Perhaps the largest event was the Door County Reads, uh, which is a countywide sort of a book group. Everybody reads the same book. In this year, there were two books chosen. One was The Death and Life of the Great Lakes, uh, written by my son, the inspiration for all of this. And it's the first time they've ever had a nonfiction book. Uh, so the the fiction book that was chosen was Wintering by Peter Guy, an author from Minnesota. And over a two-week period, those books were read by a good deal of the county discussed all over the county in the various library systems. Both authors came and spoke at the end of the two-week period. I think it was really exciting. I mean, people have been talking about water. And to read the two books coming from different perspectives, I think, probably attracted the attention of most of the readers up here. What are some of the other highlights from the, the first year of Celebrate Water? We're going to get into uh, a lot of the events that are coming up this week here after the break. But before we do, have there been other uh, key moments that you either really enjoyed being able to highlight or, or other things that you found to be really special about the last year of programming? Well, for me, I think it was our kickoff on May 5th last year. Because we had already been working on it for like a few months at that point I that I had been involved in anyway. I think there was already a lot of work going into it. And the kickoff was just, okay, we're actually doing this now. It's not just an idea that's floating around and it's actually happening. It starts here today. And I thought that was really big. Um, I think another exciting thing about that day was uh, the day was proclaimed by both our county board president and the governor of Wisconsin as Celebrate Water, Door County. And I, I find it interesting. We were under another governmental regime at that time, but that governor recognized the importance of water nominally. And this year, our present governor has declared this the year of clean drinking water. So I, I think it's a very timely topic. And, and it addresses needs that we have here, as well as recognizing the pervasiveness of it around the state, our country, and the world. It really is a hot and wet 
topic. <laughs> Grace, I'm surprised that one of your highlights wasn't hearing your voice every single night at the drive-in oh, theater right, yeah. on the Celebrate Water ad. Yeah, I did the voiceover for our Celebrate Water video and we put it at the drive-in and I happened to work at the drive-in and I remember the first time I heard it play, I was like, oh my gosh, it's me. That's so weird. <laughs> so... So with that, why don't we take a break, and when we come back, I want to talk about all of the different events that are going on this week for the Celebrate Water Summit. They call themselves the Stradivarius Builders of Sturgeon Bay because the guys at Palmer Johnson were artists in wood and metalwork, anything you imagine. They did it so beautifully well. The first fishermen came down the lake from Mackinac Island or worked their way along the north shore of Lake Michigan. And they came because of the whitefish. The whitefish were abundant. In 1945, 2,000 German prisoners of war came to Door County and picked cherries for just one harvest season. Peninsula Filmworks is dedicated to telling the stories of Door County, past, present, and future. To learn more about the history of shipbuilding in Sturgeon Bay, to see how the cherry became a Door County icon, or to watch the peninsula's last remaining fishermen brave the waters to haul in thousands of pounds of whitefish daily, and the many other incredible stories produced with the Door County Visitor Bureau, visit doorcounty.com slash ourdoorcounty. Okay, we are back. So this week is the Celebrate Water Summit, which is the, the culmination of all of the events that have taken place during Celebrate Water. What are some of the highlights for this week? As you were listening to this, uh, tonight at 7 p.m. at the Door Community Auditorium, our keynote speaker, Jill Heinerth, will be doing a presentation called Into the Unknown. And that is not just for registered participants of the summit. That is open to the community. It is a free program, and we... Highly encourage anybody to go to that. It should be really amazing. She's um, a, a noted diver, for one thing, but she is also the explorer-in-residence for the Royal Canadian Geographical Society. Mm -hmm. uh, she's probably done more diving than any woman in the world. Mm -hmm. She's made a movie. Uh, she's got a book gotten... coming out in August. Uh, she worked with James Cameron on one of his movies. I would, um, what I would assume Titanic. It, no, not a Titanic. He actually made a movie. I can't remember the name of it, but he made a movie about divers um, getting stuck in an underwater cave, I believe. Ooh. So Jill was um, part of that as a consultant on diving and things like that. She was the first person to... To dive under the Antarctic. Was it the Antarctic ice caves? Yes, and she mapped them, I believe. She mapped them. She was part of the first team that did a 3D map of an underwater cave. And I know the technology that they used for that is also being used by NASA now to explore planets. She's also done a lot of work for our National Geographic. Um, she's mm -hmm. been a consultant in many ways. I had first heard of Jill through like Jim Robinson. He is a uh, charter captain up here based in Gills Rock. And I had gone to a Door County North meeting to talk about Celebrate Water. I was invited there by Mickey Rash um, to kind of introduce the group to the Door, uh, Northern Door County businesses. And I ended up talking with Jim for a while and he brought her up and, you know, it was just, oh, she's very interesting and she's got a lot of accolades and I think she'd be a really great fit to do something for this program. And I'm like, okay, yeah. So I took her name down. So I started watching her videos and TED Talks and things like that online. And I was 
you know, we need to get her. And I think she was in the Antarctic when I was trying to reach her. Like we got one of those automated messages back like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm, you know, diving with polar bears right now or whatever it was. I can't remember, but that was pretty cool. So that's the event Tuesday night, but there are events going on all week long, correct? The primary event day will be Wednesday, where we have 12 different speakers coming in. Jill will be one of those. Uh, 12 speakers coming in to address threats and challenges and states of the water today. I think they're starting at 8.30 with the first talks. We've got uh, 12 people, as I said, with a two-track system through the day. So we've got two speakers speaking at each time. However, this is all going to be videographed and all of the speeches will be available on the Healthy Water website Mm -hmm. in about a two to three week time. Yeah. So if you didn't get tickets for the summit, but wanted to um, hear somebody in particular, if you just wait a little bit, you'll be able to find it online. So there will be 12 talks over um, a six session period Breakfast is at 8 o'clock. Unfortunately, we cannot take any more applicants because we've reached our limit, which is pretty exciting. But we will finish up about 3 o'clock, and then the next day we will have a, um, a wrap-up breakfast, and our speaker will be Brett McCoy of the Door County Community Foundation. And following that, we've got several field trips. Uh, one of them will be led by Captain Jim Robinson. He has shoreline charters up in Gills Rock. He'll be taking out about 12 people and showing them the tip of the peninsula and explaining about the escarpment and uh, all of the threats and challenges and, and joys that, that Death's Door brings uh, from a water perspective. Another trip is to the Dunes Lake restoration effort with Seda Farms. Um, that's an example of a small farm that is operating with the best science available, uh, mm -hmm. doing what they can to preserve and protect the ground they're on. So on Tuesday is the, is the keynote speaker, and, and that is open to the public. Uh, yes. Wednesday sounds like it's pretty full up, but there are still opportunities for people to get involved on Thursday, correct? The brewery, yes. Oh. Um, if if anybody is interested, uh, after the field trips, those who are still around are going to gather at Door County Brewery, and it'll be an opportunity just to network and visit and talk about the field trips. Um, Great. So if, you, if you're if you not already attending the, the Wednesday and Thursday events, uh, like you said, you'll still have an opportunity to check out all of the speakers that are going on tomorrow uh, online in the, in the coming weeks. Yes. And if you, you check the Celebrate Water website, which will continue on at least until August 31st, mm -hmm. um, it, you will be directed to the Healthy Water website out of the Dork County Community Foundation. Um, where we will have videos of all of the speakers. Before we wrap up, any other takeaways from Celebrate Water as a whole or anything that you guys are excited about for this week coming up? It's, it's been a long haul, yeah. um, but we, we are hoping that through all of these efforts, the Celebrate, Educate, that now we will be able to more efficiently, effectively, and cooperatively advocate for the health of our waters. I mean, it was, as we mentioned before, water is vitally important, not just to us, to the world as a whole, but we've got very specific issues up here. 
And because of our escarpment, the the karst geography, the limestone with the the cracks and creases, everything, anything liquid flows directly into our lakes and our streams and bays. So we're hoping that people will will come away um, becoming more water literate, will become more active in their advocacy for supporting clean water and protecting our waters in general. Well, with that, I think that that's just about going to do it for us this week. Thank you so much for coming in and talking about Celebrate Water. I'm looking forward to this week's events and to checking out all of the the speakers on Wednesday down the line on the Celebrate Water website. Thank you. For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at doorcountypulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast.